One of the biggest struggles I've had since this adult trauma I've gone through and my health deterioration is fatigue. That fatigue drives me downwards. It spirals my depression, forces me into that place that I hate being, which is unable, can't cope, can't think. And if you've heard some of my other podcast episodes, I've talked about how my mind is my safe place. And so when that goes down and I can't think and I can't do the things that I love, it's just an awful place to be. And if fatigue is something I think we all go through these days because our world is so fast paced and it's it's um, so much stress is involved in the various things. There's so many things to look at and be part of and to, to, you know, look after, whether it's family and going to work and we, we're juggling all these things all the time. And sometimes we get stuck into this pattern of this same routine day after day and when we come to a place where we want to change or we want to lose weight or we want to uh, do something better for ourselves, we, we find ourselves a little bit in that stuck place. But what if we truly listened to our needs and mastered restoration? Is that possible? Yeah, I've been on a, this journey over the last few months and as you know, my episodes are always around what I've gone through and things that I've experienced and want to share with you. So why they're more spasmodic in uh, timing. And on this journey over the last few months, I've been changing my question as what I've also said in uh, the last episode of last season I changed my question to what do I need in this moment? So I've started to expand on that question because that's been helping me enormously. So I've expanded to my eating as well this week. You know, we are conditioned to what we were taught as a child. So we do all these unconscious, subconscious things all the time. We have core beliefs that are within us about that. We have thought patterns that could be negative or positive that's around that. We're conditioned to what our culture has stated to us about when we do things like if we have breakfast is when we first wake up lunch is the middle of the day dinner is at night Um, that could be the way that our culture has created it I know that Europeans and other cultures are different but when we also unconsciously enter this place on a daily basis so when we change our habits to listening to our needs in the moment especially, and that actually helps us to live in the moment more for absolutely everything, we begin to be released of these conditions placed on us and we expand our horizons to what we truly need. It's actually amazing. What I discovered more than anything else, that it opened my eyes to my internal self so much more than I've ever seen. So if you think about it for a second, 
you wake up, you choose in that moment what you need more than anything else. You know, for me, usually the toilet dictates first. So <laughs> what do I feel? I feel relieved. And then I choose what my body is saying to me. What do I need to do now? Do I need to go for a walk? Do I need to eat? Do I need to have a drink? Shall I open this morning with a cup of tea rather than going straight into food? So then I feel satisfied. And then I choose what you need more than anything else in that first hour of the day. You might be saying, I need input. My mind needs input. My body needs to have exercise. My spirit might be saying, I need to meditate and be grateful. And your soul might want to connect with the ones that you love. And fortunately, because our internal self is so intelligent and great, they're not all screaming at you at once. <laughs> Otherwise, your stress responses will go out over the <laughs> out the door. <laughs> but if we listen to what's going on inside, we will hear that very thing that we need to do in that moment, which could be any one of those things or anything else. And as the day progresses in the present moment, you continue to do, be, eat to your needs. And it's absolutely remarkable. And I do not fatigue as much. I don't eat at regular times anymore. You know, some days I might have three meals a day. Others, it could be small, five little small bites through the day. And the weight drops off. I hear my body telling me, now I need to go for a walk and get fresh air. I need to do a pump out workout. I need to feel more and then I feel more healthy. I'm giving to what my body needs. After all, unless I take every day to enter what I've eaten into an app and work out all, you know, the calcium levels, vitamin D, vitamin B, C, protein, carb, fiber, you know, saturated fat, all the things that I want to make sure that I'm eating and not eating, other vitamins that we need and and my gut is actually telling me what it needs. So I don't have to take the time to do that. I, I did actually enter the last few days into an app, Fitness Power, my Fitness Power, to see what my body wants is actually what it needs. And, well, and it was really actually spot on. For the years that I've had regular meals and at regular times learned by my culture and you know having a good healthy diet and making sure that everything's lined up to the amount of calcium I need and protein and carb and fiber and not much saturated fat and all that sort of thing I saw that what my body actually wanted is actually what it needed it was absolutely amazing seeing those results and then when I stop and work when my mind says I need rest, that's that's been precious because I don't fatigue as much. So I get all the things that I need my body to keep going. So as I listen to what it needs to eat and what it needs to drink, and then 
my mind's telling me like, oh, I know, really get entrenched in a project now. I've got energy, I've got vitality, I can think clearly, so I'm going to entrench myself into work. And then when it comes to the point where I go, oh, no, I, I can't do it anymore, I stop. And the results are better work practices. Wouldn't it be great if some of our businesses could tune more into our needs as well rather than this nine to five day or, or whatever your work hours are? And I tune into the natural emotions that arise in the day for me and note if I need to take action because we will have negative and positive emotions. And these emotions are really important. The more that we numb our emotions, the more we're not going to know what really is happening inside of us. So when an emotion, a natural emotion arises, and if it's a negative one, I look at the thought pattern that's behind it or the trigger that may have happened or a memory that I just, you know, recalled. Or, and then I work up, you know, do I need to do an action around that so that I can release that emotion? And as soon as I do the action, I'm not stuck in it. I'm not dwelling in it. It's moved on. And then if it's a positive emotion, to stop and enjoy the moment for what it is. So in this time, I'm listening to my heart. If you're interested in more of looking at that, I've recently developed tools to help through this process. Uh, I developed um, a naming, renaming, reframing process 20 years ago when I was doing my Masters of Adult Education. Uh, before my doctorate and I've created now an interactive tool that's available to explore on my living expressions website and there's also a uh, monologue show um, that's begun uh, it's only got one episode up at the moment but that will soon sort of like appear and it's just a five minute monologue sort of time of various moments in life quite different to what this podcast show is about and then my mornings are filled with gratitude and my evenings are filled with reflection on the day and that I'm listening to my spirit what my spirit inside has needed when I wake up in the morning to start off with some gratitude while I'm having brekkie is just a, a great thing and then if I don't feel like brekkie if it's not the thing to do at the moment I still feel the need to have some gratitude in starting my day and I love my reflection time at sunset as I look out over the sunset and see the colors in the skies or see the birds or doing their last little thing before they go into their nest for the night um, it's a beautiful time just to reflect upon the day and making sure that I'm not taking any negative emotions or thoughts into my sleep. So I feel refreshed as I go to bed and I feel complete by the end of the day. I'm not bloated from eating the wrong foods. I'm not wasting time counting calories or doing things that weren't really good for me or what I didn't need. And my activities were all nourishing. They're loving and bringing out restoration because our bodies aren't going to tell us things that are going to be bad for us. Our bodies are telling us the things that are good. And then it 
gave me more adequate sleep as well. Another tool that I created uh, last year, I've put up on the website under this podcast to help you if you are someone that's resonating with this subject and you're exhausted and you are fatigued. I did a a questionnaire to help me last year. I haven't actually released this to the public yet. Um, And so I want to share that with you. It's looking at, I sort of, when I was working through my exhaustion in that time and fatigue that was really driving my depression down, I wanted to know, well, it's not always mental exhaustion. I feel physically exhausted too and sometimes I feel emotionally exhausted and other times it could be spiritually or socially I don't really want to go out and see people I want to have some me time and so I they're the five core responses that I created out of my in my well-being research and so I taking those five core responses physical mental emotional spiritual and social I put them together as a way to test our exhaustion rate and whether we need rest in what area because I felt that was really important to know. It also helped me identify what areas I wasn't fatigued in. So when my mind goes under exhaustion, so mentally I am drained and socially I was depleted, I could then see physically I'm active and spiritually I'm connected. So it told me, well, actually what I need then in this moment of exhaustion is not drown in it and feel like I'm helpless, which is what I was feeling. But it was actually telling me, no, you, you've, you've worked too much on your mental side. You didn't stop when you needed to. Now you're drained. And, and you've, you've had a lot of discussions with people recently and, and that's depleted you as well. And so it was, it, it was telling me that, you know, but physically I needed to go for a walk. Spiritually, I could connect. So what if I put those two together and I go for a walk in nature? And that has sort of helped me along to where I am a year later. So I've put that uh, tool on the website for you to download and to use whenever you feel fatigued and to find that balance in your life. I hope that it is helpful. And then rather diving into breakfast, lunch and dinner at the same time every day, ask your body, what does my body need? It actually might say nothing and it might give you an indication of exactly what it needs. At that point, I stop and visualize my meal as a visual person. So if you're auditory, you words will come to you about what you want. If you're hands-on tactual people, um, which I'm secondary in, you're likely to put that meal together as you go. And so I usually visualize it first and then I go and create it and put it together and using my own uh, characteristic personality with that. So, uh, and that's what we would do. We will utilize who we are. So when it's time to eat it, And that's a separate question. It might be you ask yourself, you know, it's lunchtime and you go, well, am I hungry? Do I need to eat right now? And 
your body might come back or your stomach and say, no, actually, I'm not hungry. No, I'm going to wait. And then when you feel like you are hungry and ready to go, then ask yourself, well, what do I feel like? What do I need? And then it also depends on what's in our fridges and freezers and what we have on stock at the time. And so I work to the closest as what my body needs and create it out of that. When I went out to dinner the other night with friends, I asked myself on the drive there, what do I feel like tonight? And I knew straight away I felt like a chicken. We're going to an Italian restaurant, so I could have known what was going to be there and I felt like I feel like chicken I feel like fettuccine um, mushrooms yeah and and some greens like that would be amazing so the restaurant didn't have exactly that but it had it with tomato um with risotto so I thought oh well great pa rice is better than pasta anyway and I chose that plate I ate it mindfully I enjoyed every mouthful I was very slow in enjoying it and as I enjoyed the four the connections of my four close single guy friends around me as we just hung out together and I ended up eating only not even half the plate <laughs> and I ate it for lunch the next day and with adding some more greens which I really wanted at the time so slowing down and enjoying your meals brings you also into that moment and draws you out of your head, out of your past or your future thinking and just mindfully eat and enjoy what you're having. After all, you've put time into creating it and time and energy into doing it. The best thing we can do for ourselves is to enjoy that time. So all at once I was actually in tune with my body, my mind and my heart. And these have all been life-saving tools for me and I hope that it could be for you too. There's no harm in trying it and to see if it works. This is Dr Mel Baker. Thanks for listening.